Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is the bonus podcast episode where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you, our G and Divas. Now, we're going to talk about this more on our Tuesday episode, but you and Ben have just got back from Glastonbury. Yes. Did you have a nice time? Uh, did I just, I'm really worried about, but look at him. I have never seen him look like this before he's laid back at the best well he's not i would say he's laid back actually he's actually sometimes very uptight i don't but know about that he's, <laughs> ben, ben he's is, very emotional today ben is in what i can only describe as absolute shit state yeah he's Love brought it. his emotional support dog with him he has he's brought otherwise known as diego yeah where is diego now he's down here i'm here boys oh yeah look at him Oh, bless. He looks absolutely I, He's defeated. very tanned as well. And I, I said to him, I can't work out if that's this new sort of tanning re- regime that he has or if that's being in the sun at Glasgow. Mm. Who was your favourite act? Fred again. Oh, Fred again. Fred again. Of course he liked Fred again. Not wrong with Fred again. Who are they? What sort of music do they do? He's a DJ. Oh, he's a he's DJ. He's very good. He's very good. Mm. Why is he again? It's Fred again. Okay. Apparently, it was on the other stage, it was Pat Furner. Yeah. Anyway, do you think I could play Glastonbury? What? Oh, your drums. You could play. I could drums. play my drums yeah. or the, um, you know, triangle or something. You could do a talk. We could do a live podcast. Oh, do they do talks? Yeah, they do talks, comedy sets, all sorts. How do you hear? How do you hear it over? We should got... see if we could do a talk, a show at Glastonbury. No. Why? No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. This is a bad idea. Anyway, we'll talk more about Glastonbury. We'll have a big proper debrief. We'll have a Glastonbury debrief on Tuesday's episode. Yes. But can I just say that Ben is in absolute clip. Clip? Mm. What does clip mean? He's bad. He's not doing oh, right. well. Okay. Ben, just say hello for us, just so people can understand how bad you are. Hello. <laughs> just try and describe how you're feeling right now. I can't. There you go. <clears throat> Unprofessional. Um, now, as you know, we're doing Diva Spania with Amazon Music. We might have mentioned it. And it's time to give away seats on our plane to Benidorm. And next week is the last week to enter. Okay. So shall we pick some winners? Let's do it. Let's see who is going to be bagging a place to Benidorm. Okay, they're waiting on the line. Let's connect and tell them they've won. Hello, is that Suzanne? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> Hello, Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. It's Jordan. You Okay. Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Good, thank you. Where do we find you? Where are you? So I'm in Silverdale, it's a little village, um, just on the outskirts of the Lake District, on oh, the Lancashire and Cumbria border. Yes. Gorgeous. I've heard of Silverdale. Have you? Yeah. Are you from there originally or did you move there? Well, I'm from Newcastle originally. Oh, okay. I thought I could detect a little accent. Nice not lived there for a long time, though, not since 2000. Uh, Suzanne, how long have you been a G&D before? When did you first listen to Help I Sex and My Boss? Well, 
I mean, I started listening when you went into the castle. Oh, bless you. Thank you. But then what I did was I went right back to the start and it became like a full-time job for a good while. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, never missed an episode yet. Oh, bless you. Well, thank you very much for listening. Have you ever been to Benidorm, Suzanne? <sighs> no, I haven't. Do you want to uh, go? I, would, I mean, I'm only going to go for you, really. Well, consider us your fairy godmothers. Uh, you're going to Benidorm hey! oh, oh, I don't know why I'm so excited But I really am excited <laughs> No, you, sh- you should be You, you should shouldn't be. Actually, I am, no. I am, I am um, Yeah, it's, it's going to be class And we're, we're going to see you out there And it'll just be a weekend of, of letting your hair down Who are you going to take with you? Well, I'm sorry, but I have to take my sister Yeah well, Why are you sorry? I mean... Well, you've not met her yet Oh, <laughs> oh okay Just give us a, paint us a picture of your sister, Suzanne Oh, um she makes William look like, you know, like Jordan rather, look like, um, I don't know, Kate Middleton, really. She's, right, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's she, she's going to love it. She's going to absolutely love it. Does she still live in Newcastle? She's in Durham. She's in Durham. Okay. Yeah. Okay, nice. And, is, is and what's her name? She's called Annette. Annette. Lovely. Okay. Well, nice. And is she, is she a Benidorm person? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I've basically got... Suzanne's William and Annette's me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine. I mean, I am a happy me. I'm a medium. I'm between Jordan and William. I'll, I'll pro- I probably will have beer for breakfast. Oh. Oh, great. Suzanne, yes. you're letting yourself down now. I know. I'm sorry, but I'll, I'll, William. I'll have a caftan on. <laughs> William is as well. William's going to have Stella on his cornflakes. I'm going to make sure of it. <laughs> I think not. Yeah. Well, Suzanne, we can't wait to see you get packing. Yeah. Uh, not long to go now, only about a month or so. And congratulations and thank you for entering Diva Espana. Don't forget your sun cream thank you. and your barat thank song. You. <laughs> thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. See you in Benador. Thank you, Suzanne. That was great. Congratulations. And should we do another? I'm on a roll. Let's talk to our second winner. Hello, is that Jesse? It is. Hello. Hi, Jesse. Hey, we're going to cut straight to it. Congratulations, you're coming to Benidorm with us. Oh my God, are you joking? We're not joking. Well, we can be if you want, but we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless you. Well, that gives you a rough idea how your day's going. And who are you you going to bring, Jessie? Um, Either my boyfriend or my best friend. Um, They don't know I've entered it, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, have have you been to Benny before? I actually have, yeah, a few years ago. Um, the beach was really gorgeous, so I had a great time. Okay, so You'll ha- love it. Will I? <laughs> yeah, you will. What you was the worst thing you saw there? Worst by my standards. That's really appropriate for a podcast. No. no, I mean, hello if you listen to what we've done. That's true. Um, just so many unexpected things, really. A lot of very drunk people on the streets, but, you know, it's mm. fine. When in bed, don't. <laughs> exactly. The beach is beautiful, by the way. It's probably it one of the best beaches I've seen. Is it a sandy beach? It's a very sandy beach. Okay. Yeah. It's the beach is lovely. And the old town's really nice as well. And it's not all drinking and frolics. I mean a lot of it is, but yeah. <laughs> would you, when you went, did you would you well obviously you thought I'd go back? Yeah, I did. Um I just really liked it. It was exactly what you expected it to be. And it was just chill, relaxed vibes. It was pretty safe. And I just loved it. There's nothing like more you could want than sun and sea and sangria. So yeah. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> oh, great. We'll see you there. Oh, see, I'm excited now. It's going to be fun. 
Jesse, where are you from? Where do we talk to you today? I'm from Northwich, so Chester area. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Chester's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Lovely. Well, that'll be easy for you to get to Manchester Airport. So that's, It will be. Very that's, easy. That's very convenient. Now you've just <laughs> got to decide between your boyfriend or your best friend. Yeah, that will that'll be a conversation I'll have to have. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, that's all on you. We can't wait to see you in Benidorm. Um, thank oh, you for thank entering Diva Spania with Amazon Music and see you in Spain. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you. Jesse. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Congratulations to all our winners. Remember, we are giving away more seats on a plane to Benidorm in next week's episode. And you can also listen on Amazon Music and get your code there and enter it at sextedmyboss.com. Right, what are the responses? Well, Jordan, controversially... Uh, in uh, a couple of episodes ago, you said that hay fever is a British thing and that no other country has hay fever. I just can't imagine some really cool people like a lovely Spanish family drinking wine and all going, oh, I can't, I can't come around for it. my hay fever's playing up. It's just, it's a British thing. Well, Sarah in the UK said, I'm a lifelong sufferer and for years I have always said that I love that when I'm on holiday... I don't get hay fever. Thank you very much. I have no idea why, but as soon as I step off the plane at any holiday destination, my symptoms automatically stop. And as soon as I land back in Bristol... You are. ...they start back up. However, over in Johannesburg, Natasha says, I'm South African and I suffer, and she's put that in caps, from hay fever. Most people around me here have hay fever regularly and we tend to get it twice a year. Christophe in Spain says, I'm a Belgian guy who's been living in Spain for 20 years. Yes, I'm living Jordan's dream. I'll be joining you in 20. Don't you worry. When I was living in Belgium, I used to suffer from hay fever all spring and summer. After moving to Spain, I only suffer for two or three days a year. Thank you very much. The reason for this improvement is that Spain has other types of trees and plants that I don't seem to be allergic to. Looks like you're going to have to move to Spain to get rid of, rid of that hay fever. Mm -hmm. Maybe we just leave you in Benidorm. I'd see, I, I, we could save on at least one flight. A lot of Americans have been in touch and said, yeah, we call it allergies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get allergies, but um, I, I do get hay fever. Allergy for everything. And finally, Chrissy from Leeds in northwest Spain says... What? Well, she's from Leeds, but she lives in northwest oh, Spain. Okay. I live in northwest Spain, and I can confirm that Spanish people do suffer from hay fever. There are some particular trees in my city... Valladolid, what's that hmm. Yeah, let's go with that. Which uh, let off so much bloody pollen that it looks like it's snowing and therefore many, many people suffer from hay fever. In fact, many people use the dreaded COVID masks when outside because they do genuinely help combat symptoms. Well, I just, I just think Brits get it. Let's just say Brits get hay fever worse. I think Brits complain about it the most, I think is probably what you're, what you're saying. You no, know, it just unscientific. proves my point that Italians don't get hay fever. Well, we haven't, to be fair, had any Italians write in that we're aware of. So if you are Italian, let's have more hay fever chat Do you know week. Gino De Campo? Ask him. Oh, well, he hasn't lived in Italy for years. Yeah, yeah, but he's Italian. Yeah, okay. I'll ask. Oh, I know an Italian. I met him on holiday. <laughs> I'll ask them. Okay. This is from M. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I recently listened to your episode where the two of you discussed the dilemma of tickets and whether you should pay for a ticket if they have been offered it as a result of someone no longer being able to attend the event. I found myself in a similar situation recently. For Christmas, I was gifted tickets to a concert by my brother. I have been very excited in the run-up to the event. However, today I got the devastating news that the artist in question has cancelled their tour and refunds have been given to those who bought tickets. When I asked my brother if he knew about this, he replied, 
yes, and that re he received his refund a few weeks ago. I'm wondering whose pocket should the refund money go into? My initial thought was my brother. He bought the tickets. However, this would then mean that he got me nothing for Christmas last year when I got him several thoughtful gifts, totaling a decent amount of money. And if he has already parted with the money, he shouldn't expect it back. What is the etiquette on this matter? Please note that he gave me two tickets and said he didn't want to come to the gig with me. All the best, M. Oh, fair enough. That's a great question. It's a tough one, that. I think he should have given the money. Yeah, but look, it's a cost, of, it's a cost it. of living. He might actually be really grateful to have that money back. Mm. I, he, I don't think you can ask for the money, but he should definitely have offered. That's mm. my answer. I don't think you can ask for it, but you, he should definitely have said, yeah, I'll put that money in. You. Oh, sugar, it's my grandma's birthday today. I need to put money in her account. You've just reminded me. Well, that's a bit backward, isn't it? What? Normally it's grandparents that put money in the grandchild's account. Yeah, but... Or an envelope. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I put money in for her. Do you not send us, send us some flowers or something? Or I've sent a card. Box of soft centres. Who? Soft, you know, soft centre chocolates. She doesn't really like chocolate. Oh. She likes beer. Well, send us some beer. Well, no, I'll give us some money to buy beer. Right. In the pub. Okay. Um, I wouldn't... I don't think you could say anything... And I think it sounds a bit petty if you go with, well, he then didn't get me anything. Well, he, he did get you something, just plans changed. Now, I agree with you, Em. He should, in theory, then get you something else. But sometimes people aren't as thoughtful as you and me. So I would probably just leave it and chalk it up to experience. Okay, I think that's good, good advice. Okay, next one. This next one is from Chase. Dear William Jordan Diego and Diego's bitch. I think that's you, Ben. I am someone who is a stickler for detail and unfortunately notices everything to a point where it affects my day-to-day -day life. I hear you, Chase. Whilst listening to your podcast, I noticed there was a scenario that was left on a cliffhanger and I desperately need to know what happened. I have asked my friends and relatives what they think happened after this event and it has everyone scratching their heads, producing debates and indeed arguments to the point friends have had fights after a few drinks outside pubs. I'm having sleepless nights and cold sweats thinking about it. Did Wendy ever get her potato peeler back? Kind regards, Chase. Oh, we've never really talked about that. Um, I don't think she did. I think, no, I think we used to lend them stuff and not get much of it back. How many potato peelers did she have? She went, it was just the one. I remember it was a little white plastic one. Yeah. Was it, I can't believe I'm about to ask you this, was it, you know you get potato peelers that are like a pen that are just... No, it was Or like, was it one that was in a, like a horseshoe? Yeah, it was like a horseshoe one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I just remember her once she come around and said, Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? However, she just did I it. like the fact you had to just do that line So she, I was in the house, just barged in, like I said, people just used to come into our house. She went, Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? And then I was about eight or nine and started doing impressions of it and my mum and dad used to find it hilarious and used to get me to do it all the time. However, also, I must admit, once we borrowed, when we lived in Blackpool and Wheaton Barracks, we just moved in and we borrowed our next door, <laughs> next door's potato masher and never gave that back. What was their name? I can't remember. And we borrowed a masher off them. We never gave it back. And that's called stealing. In Spain recently, my mum was making mash and went, Do you remember this? We nicked it off next door in Blackpool, so we've still got it. Well, if you're listening in Blackpool, get yeah. in touch because I can I can collect it off Wendy when I'm in Spain. So there's your detail, Chase. Thanks. But yeah, yeah she did get the potato peeler back. Yeah, I don't know if she did. 
I don't know. I think, but then I, how? No, I think Vic, I think she kept it. I think Vicky kept it, and we just got a new one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, a lot of people must be saying, "Why did you just use a knife?" And it's you don't. I don't like peeling potatoes. Really. No, it's very unsafe. And it's just you cut, you take off a potato off. Mm, you do. You mm. got to make it go round. You've got a family of six. Mm. This is from Melissa. Hi, William Jordan and PB. I have had the weirdest Tuesday morning ever, and I really need to write in about it. I had dreamt that I had been contacted and told that I had won a place on the Diva Spania Benidorm trip. I was so excited, I even imagined that I had messaged my friend to invite her along with me on the trip. In my dream, I was lounging in the sun, enjoying some cocktails and indulging in all you can in an all-you-can-eat, picky-tea-esque hotel buffet. I was then abruptly woken by the dull tones of my dreaded morning alarm. Moments later, it hit me. I realised that my place on the Diva Espana plane was no more. To make matters worse, I put on this week's episode to cheer me up, only to almost have a heart attack, as another G and Diva with the same name as me, Melissa, was announced as last week's winner, and I thought for a sheer second I was in some strange fever dream and was actually losing my mind. Anyway, a girl can carry on dreaming, right? Question mark. All the best on your Benidorm shenanigans. Thank you for that. Melissa. Melissa, just best of luck. Remember, we're giving away our final places next week on the main episode, so make sure you're listening and on Amazon Music as well. But we can confirm you did not win. Yeah, and we're doing special little episodes on Amazon Music that you can hear on there. So, yeah. Yes. I'm mumbling again, aren't I? I think you're okay. Okay. Well, remember, if you've got a question or a story, what? (laughs) Did you want to say anything else? No, no, no. You just seemed a bit peppy in that. What's peppy? Just, you know, like, oh, well, remember. It was good. It was just very different. Trying to do a smooth transition. Were you? How did that go? There's Diego's licking his bollocks down beside <laughs> of me. You're right, pal. Sorry, Jules. Bless him. He's very cute, isn't he? He is very cute. So, remember, if you've got a question... <laughs> if you've got a question story that isn't a dilemma or a problem, this is the place where we can read it out. So drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at sexofmyboss.com. Uh, with anything that you want to share with us. We also love hearing back from people we offer advice to. So if that's you, do get back in touch with producer Ben. For more sexed news and nonsense, sign up to Ben's newsletter via sexedmyboss.com. Don't forget, you've got until the end of Sunday to enter this week's Diva Espana prize draw. You can listen back to producer Ben's Big Bing Bong from the Tuesday this week's Not a episode. Big Bong this week. No. <laughs> more of a poof. It's more of a poof. Uh, it's a flop on. <laughs> anyway, see you next week. <laughs> 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.